Are you a new birth photographer eager to get your first client? There are plenty of ways to find clients and get your business off the ground, even when you're brand new, and I mean brand new. In this episode, I'm going to share specific ways to get that first client, whether you've tried and failed in the past or were too nervous to even start. Let's get into it. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I am Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full-time. I do this with my birth photography certification and my three-step marketing method. It is rainy and dreary here in Oklahoma City. We have had um, tornadoes. It is like classic springtime in the Midwest, which, by the way, is Oklahoma Midwest or Southern state? I don't even know. I feel like we're kind of in between. I just said Midwest and I was like, that felt wrong. <laughs> um, I Before we get into this episode all about finding your first birth photography client, I want to share an exciting giveaway that every single one of you can win. So it's not even like an enter to win kind of thing. It's a, if you do it, you win. So basically, what you're going to do is leave the show a review on iTunes. And if you have already left the show a review on iTunes, you can just update that review by adding something new or changing the text a little bit. And you're going to take a screenshot and email that to us at hello at the beauty and And when you do that, you're going to get a $47 credit to our shop. That means every single person who leaves the show review and sends a screenshot is going to get a $47 credit to the shop. You can buy our birth photography services and pricing guide. You can get 100 days of social media captions for birth photographers. You can get the client workflow email templates for birth photographers, our color and black and white presets, literally for free, any one of those if you leave the show a review. So if you're like, how do I even leave the show a review? Head over to the beautyandbirth.net slash podcast, and we will link that in the show notes as well. This is ending on May 30th, so don't miss out on this. We don't do this kind of thing very often. If you want basically something free from the shop, leave us a review, thebeautyandbirth.net slash podcast. And listen, I want an honest review. What do you think about the show? What are your favorite parts? What do you want to hear me talk about next? All of those kinds of things are what you could leave in your review. So thank you in advance for doing that. So whether you're new to birth or maybe a new photographer overall, you have to get experience somehow. Birth can be difficult to tap into because you have to find someone who is pregnant and wants birth photography and is willing to kind of let you practice on them. And, you know, getting this first birth client is so important because in order to grow your business, 
You need images for your portfolio and social media so that you can get more people to hire you, right? Like images are definitely a necessity. And once you have those and you have the experience, you can start charging higher prices. Of course, if you've been around here for any length of time, you know how strongly I feel about charging something for your first birth. If you're still not convinced to charge something for your first birth, go back and listen to episode 93, the episode right before this one, okay? So I first want to dig into some common limiting beliefs that new photographers have about getting their first client. These limiting beliefs are honestly silent killers. They go mostly unnoticed and we rationalize them away by saying things like, well, I live in a small town or there's already a lot of photographers here. And when we do that, when we, when we justify our limiting beliefs, they grow bigger and we keep validating them until they turn into this big monster that is literally crushing our dreams. And that sounds a little dramatic, but I really believe that limiting beliefs can be that powerful, not in a good way, if we let them. So there are usually two types of people in this situation that are looking for their first paid birth photography client. The first is someone who is brand new and has big time imposter syndrome. If this is you, chances are the things that are holding you back are that you might mess this up. Like you might mess this up for your potential client and that feels really scary. And your brain is telling you that if you do a bad job for your first client, then you won't be successful ever as a birth photographer. And man, that's a lot of pressure that you're putting on yourself. No wonder you don't want to take that first step, right? It's not a matter of potentially doing a quote bad job for your client. It's a matter of just getting started. Because here's the thing, as long as your client knows that you're brand new and you set those expectations, you cannot mess it up. Did you hear me? You cannot mess it up if you set the expectations with your client. And if you keep believing that you could mess it up, which is keeping you from going for it, what's going to happen to your love of birth photography and being a birth photographer. If you keep believing this, chances are you'll never make it happen for yourself. So let's squash this limiting belief right now and remind yourself that you literally cannot do a bad job for your client when you clearly lay out expectations and they know that you're brand new and that this is your first birth. Then there's likely another set of you That's like, okay, Tavia, but like, I legitimately don't even know how to use my camera. This can be tricky. This whole belief can be tricky because there is some truth to it. But oftentimes we use the excuse that we don't know everything and every button and every mode on our cameras to keep ourselves small. The truth of this belief is that, yes, you do need to have a good understanding of how to use your camera before photographing birth. And y'all, this comes from 
practice. If you need help learning the technical side of birth photography, make sure to join my free training at thebeautyandbirth.com slash start. So this is where this limiting belief goes too far is when you say, I don't know everything about my camera. Can I tell you a secret? I don't know everything about my camera. You could probably pull up a menu or a screen or a setting and I might not know exactly what it meant or what that did. The thing is, there will always be things to learn and improve on, always. So don't let that stop you from taking action, okay? So we've looked at a couple of limiting beliefs that might have kept you from putting yourself out there to find your first birth photography client. But if you're someone who has already tried to find your first client, like you have put yourself out there and you haven't booked anyone yet, I want to chat about an untrue belief that you might have so that we can squash that too. You might be believing that history will repeat itself. Our brains have this funny thing that they do where when we're trying something new or different, our brain looks back at the history that we've had with this thing to decide if it's safe or not. Because our brain, you know, wants to keep us alive. And everything that we've done until now has kept us alive, right? So it looks back and it says, hey, you tried this before and it didn't work. It's presenting you with that information. And it's easy to believe that information and believe that history is going to repeat itself, that what happened last time is going to happen again. That if you make another offer or keep looking for that first client, that you're going to get burned again and that you'll never find someone and you'll keep spinning your wheels. And let's be honest, putting yourself out there and not finding someone is uncomfortable. And I don't want to be uncomfortable, right? You don't want to be uncomfortable. So if you did try and it didn't work out, Who's to say you'll find someone if you try again? That's what our brains are telling us. That's kind of what's going through our head. And for all my fellow millennials, just like Aaliyah said, you've got to dust yourself off and try again. Because really, what's the alternative? Wait for someone to find you? That's probably what you've been doing. And Dr. Phil moment, how's that working for you? Isn't it more important to focus on growing the business of your dreams than what people think about you and wasting your time being bummed out that no one took you up on it the first time? I say that with love, y'all, but but sitting around and feeling sorry for yourself because no one took you up on the first time is not how you progress to success. Feel your feelings, like be sad. I understand. I'm not saying to dismiss those feelings. Be sad for a second, be sad for a day. And then let's get back to work, right? Because if you have this passion, it's there for a reason and you've got this, okay? So now we've got those beliefs out of the way. Let's look at what to do to find your first birth photography client. Did you know I was able to go full-time with photography because I specialized in birth? Niching down to birth photography is a great way to stand out in a crowded market and be known for something in your community. But you might still need help figuring out how to handle tricky lighting situations or how to behave in the birth space as the photographer, or maybe help with culling and editing and post-processing the images. If that's you, check out my free training, 
three simple ways to master birth photography so you can be a high-demand photographer to learn all this and more. Plus, in the first five minutes of the training, the first five minutes, I'm going to share my absolute best lighting tips for dark births. And I'm also giving away my birth bag checklist for free to everyone who joins live. It's going to be so fun. And I cannot wait to see you there. To sign up, head over to thebeautyandbirth.com slash start. Also, if you've ever wondered about our birth photography certification, I am going to lay out all the details of what it means to be certified in this training. So join us for free at thebeautyinbirth.com slash start. That's thebeautyinbirth.com slash S-T-A-R-T. Okay, let's get back to the episode. All right, with a fresh mind and a fresh perspective now, let's look at what to do to book your first birth photography client, okay? First of all, I want you to start with the lowest hanging fruit, which is going to be people who already know you and people who already trust you. So this could be your friend groups. This could be your family This could be your neighbors. This could be your church, your community, your homeschool group, the people you see at the library every week. And if they say no, find out if they know anyone else who is pregnant who might be interested. The key here is going to be for you to be really clear about what you're looking for. A mom due in a certain month, perhaps, or giving birth at home or in the hospital or both, and make sure that the person you're talking to knows why you're looking for someone because you're new to birth photography and you're offering a major discount in order to get some experience. So make sure to just be really honest and clear with them. The next thing is to follow up. Most people in your life are going to want to help you, but they'll put it on their to-do list and honestly never do it. Or they have good intentions to ask their pregnant friends for you, but they just straight up forget. So don't feel bad about going back to the people who said they were interested or knew someone who was interested and follow up with them. The next way to get the word out to find your first birth photography client is to, of course, blast it on your social media channels. And again, being specific with who you're looking for and why is going to be key here. And maybe even posting it more than one time. I think a big mistake that we make is we feel like because we are saying it a lot, everyone is hearing it a lot. And that's just not true. A very small percentage of people who are friends with you on social media or who follow you on social media will even see what you post. So it's okay to post about it on multiple platforms and it's okay to share about it more than once. I want you to think about the mom who's out there who wants a birth photographer but can't seem to find anyone in her budget. And she doesn't have a huge budget, but she really loves birth photography and her due date is coming up soon and she can't seem to find anyone. And you're over here being able to offer that to her, but you're feeling nervous and insecure about sharing it with too many people or sharing it too often. So just think about her when you're feeling like, I don't want to post about it again. I'm going to annoy people. There's someone out there who you can help. 
Don't forget about sharing in mom Facebook groups, like your local community, your city mom Facebook groups. Now, I know a lot of those groups have rules about if you can share things like that and when you can share them and all that. So definitely check out their rules. But that's a great place where your ideal person for this is likely already hanging out, okay? The last thing that you can do after you've connected with your existing people and you've followed up with your existing people and you've blasted it on social media and you understand you're not being annoying and you've shared about it in mom Facebook groups according to the rules, connect with birth workers and start with your own. So talk to your own doctor or your own midwife who may be delivered your baby or talk to your own doula or birth class instructor and let them know what you have going on. Starting within your network is always going to be the best use of time to find your first client. And remember, just because you might know this person and they might be a friend of a friend doesn't mean you should photograph their birth for free. Do them and you the favor of charging at least something. We actually teach a process for how to get paid to build your portfolio as a birth photographer inside the Beauty and Birth Photography Certification. So to learn more, check out my free one-hour training all about how to photograph birth, like the technical side of photographing birth so you can become a high-demand photographer. Check that out at thebeautyandbirth.com slash start. So friend, if you're feeling stuck and like you can't seem to book your first client, no matter what you do, take a step back and look at some of the limiting beliefs we outlined in this episode that might be holding you back. Once you've identified them, it'll be much easier to start working on getting past them. And don't forget to use the methods that I shared to get yourself out there and book your client so that you can finally begin growing your photography business. Also, one last reminder, don't forget about our review contest that is happening until May 30th. Every single person who leaves an honest review for the show and emails a screenshot of that review to us at hello at thebeautyandbirth.com will get a free $47 credit to the shop, which purchases pretty much anything that you want in the shop. Head over to thebeautyandbirth.net slash podcast to get instructions on how to leave a review on iTunes. And remember, my friend, if you have a passion, it is not an accident because not everyone loves birth photography, right? If you have that passion, it's there for a reason. So I hope that you will get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.